Welcome to the Working on the Weekend podcast. When you freelance or own your own business, you likely operate outside the typical nine to five. Join Peyton Robinson and Eileen Talkman each week as they spill the tea on being freelance marketers in the content and social world. You'll hear real life experiences about the grind of freelancing and poke a little fun at corporate America too. You'll never know what to expect from Peyton and Eileen's job in an ever-changing digital world. But one thing's for sure, they'll always be working on the weekends. Working on a weekend like usual. Hi, everyone. It's Monday, and you know what that means. It's an episode of the Working on the Weekends podcast. We're back. We're back. We, um, we took not necessarily a break intentionally, but I was mm-hmm. on vacation. Peyton was sick and traveling to and fro Arizona, Chicago. Yeah. Um, we just happened. had a lot going on, and we haven't recorded in a while, but it feels yeah. so good to be back. So I don't – we didn't mention this ever, but we pre-recorded the last few ep- – like quite a few episodes. Um, yeah, because we're just technological Because we're smarties. just like so smart and like we just planned so far ahead. But realistically, Eileen was in Italy. Ciao. Ciao, Bella. Ciao, Bella. Um, and so with that being said, we re- pre-recorded stuff. So we haven't sat down and done this in so long. It genuinely I think has been it's a month. Weird. It has been a month. Also, I just want to give a quick sorry and apology. This is my uh, um, my apology video on YouTube. What should I title it? See what I'm talking oh. about? It's always like, hi, lowercase, or like- Something to say. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so here's my apology of the day. Um, if you listen to our last episode and you're like, mm, it didn't sound that good. No, stop. Why? It I feel like good. No, oh, you think so? Okay, I just want to yes. say, I just want to say, and if anybody own... wants to say sorry, it should be me. No, I just want to say, this is all I'm going to say. If you've noticed in any of our episodes, not even just the last one, sometimes we have a little tech issue here and there, to and fro, as, as Eileen has said. And with that, we don't really know. We're just two girlies who don't. I just started a podcast. So every once in a while, things come up. We thank you guys for still listening. And, yeah. you know, we're always out here just improving our methods. So if you notice anything in a future episode, just don't tell us. Yeah. Like we're – basically we're trying to tell you we're well aware if there's an audio issue. Yes. we. I spend – And we're beating ourselves up about it. Yes. The, uh, the hours that it takes to edit a podcast, I promise you if anyone has noticed an audio issue, it's the girl editing it, Okay. I listened to it for like six hours straight. So absolutely false. And I hope I sound amazing right now because my microphone was clearly causing a lot of issues. I got a new one. I think I sound really good. You sound really good. I'm really excited to edit this one as well. Yeah. No issues, hopefully. But okay. Okay. So we're back. My apology. Like and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Something to say. Something to say. I'm sorry. It's always all all lowercase. I'm sorry. Let's talk. Like so embarrassing. Yeah. My thoughts. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, you know, it is when this episode comes out, it's going to be December 11th. We're in the thick of the holiday season. We've got Black Friday, Cyber Monday shoved up in your face. We have Christmas songs in every commercial you see on TV. So with that being said, today's episode is going to be all about holiday campaigns that we've seen, our thoughts on holiday campaigns, like what brands do that we're like, love, 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 what brands do that we're like, hate, loathe entirely. Get it? Hate, loathe entirely. Yes, of course I get it. Yes, exactly. But before we jump in, we have something fun to kick us off today. I'm nervous. No, I think it's going to go really well. So 
I am a big, I would say Jeopardy, but regular Jeopardy is way too hard for me. Celebrity Jeopardy, on the other hand. Oh. Amazing. Interesting. So, yeah. Uh, the questions are just way easier. So it's like you don't feel like dumb. I've never done – I've only done the kids one <laughs> because I know I can answer them, but sometimes I still can't. So there's that. I mean, yeah, it's hard. But okay. So there's a current season of Celebrity Jeopardy on right now. And the other day, one of the categories was cringeworthy office sayings, Which I AKA can't believe. corporate jargon. It's insane that that's a category. Like you guys see, this is why we talk about it. It's, it's infiltrating our world. It's literally just you. Everyone's worried about AI. No, be worried about corporate jargon. It's coming for you. It's coming so, for you. I thought because I watched it, and I'm not even kidding you. I got every single one of them. A couple of them I had to think about it for a second, but like okay. pretty easily got every single one of them. So I was like, why don't we test Peyton on <sighs> these questions from Jeopardy from the other okay. day? I'm ready. So I am texting them to her one at a time so she can actually read them herself too, and I will read them on here. This was the $100 question. Okay. Is that Figure the lowest? Oh, yeah, the lowest. It goes 100 okay. to 500 in regular Jeopardy. So this is the $100 question. Okay. Figuratively speaking, you might put this in an issue to be handled later or perhaps an issue to be handled never. What is this corporate jargon? Figuratively speaking, you might put this in an issue to be handled. Oh, you're going to put a pin in it. Yes. <laughs> Good job. You it was just the way it was worded that threw me yeah, off. No, okay, perfect. Oh tricky, but yes, the first one was you're going to put a pin in it. Yes. Such corporate jargon. Okay, I'm so proud of myself. I'm, I'm ready. ready. I'm feeling my confidence build up here. Okay, good, good. So this is the second one for $200. This two-word phrase, meaning chat or connect, may have started as a sports metaphor, but overusing it is now a national past national pastime. May have started as a sports metaphor. Don't get hung up on that part of it. Okay. Chat or connect. Like if you're reaching out to someone and you like you're like, hey, can we Oh, touch base. Yep. <laughs> it's for sure touch base, yeah. It's for sure touch base. And now it makes sense the sports thing. I think I needed the sports yes. context. Oh, okay. Because... Sorry. That was no, that's I was okay. I kept wanting to say touchdown when I read the sports thing. I was like, no. I don't know what I was thinking when I first saw the sports thing, but no, that makes sense. Touch base. Yeah, touch base. Okay, this one I actually think is really easy. For $300, it's a way of saying reconnect later with a dash of needless geometry thrown in for good measure. Okay, let me think. Do, 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 do. Oh, this obviously circle back. Yep. <laughs> obviously. So good. When I'm thinking of geometry, even though obviously it's shapes, I'm not thinking circle. Do you know what I mean? Like oh. I'm thinking like a triangle. Or Trapezoid. Like, yes, exactly. Okay. okay. For $400, it's a sonar-inspired way to say contact me when text me, call me, or email me just won't cut it. Mm. It's literally only something you say in the corporate world. They don't – it's not ping me, is it? Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, my God. That's literally the worst thing in the world. That didn't even come to mind because like I thought we were past that. Saying ping, yeah, no, it's it's, it's terrible. It's still here. That's literally. Terrible. I love how you're like it's not ping me, and I'm like, like sure I was like. thinking that the entire time I was thinking about this question, but I couldn't. I really was like, it can't be ping me. Like that's so like, like you have like a beeper. Like I don't mm -hmm. even know. Ping. Okay, so we're we've okay. got your four for four right now. <sighs> Impossible vibes. Okay. Yep. Okay. Last one for five hundred dollars. This one I actually thought was kind of hard. It's a three-word phrase meaning at one's own expense, 
in a needlessly wordy way of saying unavailable. I would say focus on like the unavailable part. Ways to say you're unavailable. It's and then like it's three words and it's it's wordy. Like it just doesn't make sense. Like unavailable. Out of pocket. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's so crazy. And let me tell you guys, so I just struggle with that. I'm dying right now. And yes, I got them. Did it would I have won in Jeopardy? Absolutely not. Like you I would needed time, but you got every single one. Yeah, I just needed time. And that's the issue like, with the Jeopardy thing. Like yeah, there's you gotta, actually is no time. So I would buzzer. automatically lose. Have you ever seen White Man Can't Jump? Mm-mm. Well, those that know, know the main girl in it, she's like, they're like broke, like in their 20s and like, they don't really work. They're always like doing like sleazy stuff, but she, um, she's at home studying for Jeopardy. Like that's her job. She sits and studies Jeopardy terms so that she can go on the show. And at the end she gets on the show and like does really good, like makes a ton of money. But that's how I feel about this. It's like, it doesn't even matter if you know what this is. My brain, it's not rapid, but I will say- the the craziest thing about this thing that we just did, and you guys probably played along too. So I wonder what you got right. Let us know. Um, but the reason it's crazy is that it took takes that long to figure out what this word is because it's not a real saying or phrase. Yeah. Like the fact that I'm reading this, like, like what could this be? Like it's a way of saying reconnect later with a dash of needless geometry thrown in for good measure. Like, huh? Like, actually, what are we talking about here? Like, and that's the whole thing of corporate jargon. Like, what is this? What's happening? Exactly. Like, why are we saying any other way of saying reconnect later? Why are we using geometry terms? Like, why are we doing this? Why, why, why? I don't know. Why? Nobody knows why, but I did think that was fun. Have they, I wonder if, so like the topics, do they always change or is there like some repeat yes. topics? I'm sure there are. I think a lot of like maybe history topics right. or like literature, art, that kind of stuff is repeated. But mm. more of like a modern category like that, I'm not sure if they've done it before. It might have been the first time. That's so disappointing because I wish there would be more. But it was really fun. Did like the people do good in the show? I think they they didn't get like two of them. They definitely yeah. didn't get out of pocket. And I don't think they got circle back, even though to me, like I was like, that's pretty oh, normal. Like geometry. Yeah. I was like, I was like geometry shapes circle. Yeah. Once I thought, once I thought about that one, that was pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Um, it is also just shows even more. It's like a lot of these people are extremely smart, but not necessarily in the corporate world. Like they could be doctors, they could be historians, they could be whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is the whole point. They don't know the answers because this isn't like real speech. Right. Like the English language. Like it's like its own sub language. Yep. Well, thanks for playing. That was fun. That was fun. You know what would be cool? If like Duolingo or like one of those um, apps had did a a corporate jargon like to teach you before you go into your first job. That's hilarious. How to say things in the corporate world. And you know how there's like the ones where you have to like the speech, like the speak to talk, like when you're testing or whatever, like that would be yeah. so funny. Like circle back. <laughs> like say it again. Me. Circle back. Okay. Bing. You got it. Next. Past. Iconic. So okay. Well, we have an All episode right. today. Yes, we do. Okay. So as we mentioned earlier, we are talking about just like marketing around the holidays right now. Yeah. So first and foremost, we want to share with you guys a few um, real like campaigns that we've seen in the wild that we, you know, have some thoughts on. So yeah. 
Do you want to add anything else to that before we jump in? I think I do. Thank you, Eileen. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I do though. The only thing I want to say is the holiday campaign world is weird. It's weird. Like from the time, first of all, it starts very early. And I feel like, you know, you go to a store or whatever and like, you're like, oh, we already have the Christmas stuff. And like, it's a whole thing. Like when you're actually shopping as a consumer, but also just like on social media and like your emails and like SMS messages, like all of a sudden it's like the day after Halloween. So November 1st, it's like the world literally just turns into a weird holiday. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just weird to me. Like, and I like the holidays. It's a bonanza. And I, yeah, it gets just so intense so quickly. And I understand that there's everyone spending more money during this time, but I find it overwhelming. And in some ways, I feel like it does take away from the holiday experience a little bit because it's like, oh, am I missing the best deals? Like, is there something else out there? Like, and as a marketer, it's also like, like that's the consumer side, but as a marketer, I'm just thinking like, what can I do that could match whatever somebody else or a competitor could come up with? Because it's hard because you know everyone's really trying at the end and you know you have yearly or annual revenue goals and stuff or if you're B2B and you have to get leads for your business that's what your success looks like you know that that's a huge time to like try to drive those last numbers like getting whatever you can at that last minute and it's scary and I don't like it like I just I don't but with that being said <laughs> Let's talk about the things that we have seen that we do like, because I think overall it's a little much, I will mm -hmm. say for anyone out there. Um, actually, I'll put it in the end of the episode. So let's get into it with the first holiday campaign that we've seen that you guys have probably also seen, and that is the Walmart Mean Girls Black Friday push. Want to talk about it, Eve? Yeah. So this one at this point is probably not being shared as much right. um, because Black Friday is long gone. But basically like they, Walmart took this nostalgic like Mean Girls movie, Mean Girls movement that we all know and love from, you know, our our childhood. I mean, and it just I mean, it came out like what? 20 years ago at this point, probably close yeah. to that. And it's like, like a cultural phenomenon. Like yes. I watched it. Like you were actually in the dark target demographic for it. Yeah, I was in seventh grade. To... Exactly. Yeah. I watched it in seventh grade. You were in diapers. <laughs> yeah. It, when it came out, but I watched it at like seventh grade and I feel like it's just like this, it's not a coming of age movie. Like it, it's a rite of passage. It's 16 candles of our generation. Yeah. So like Wait, everybody just like must. knows Mean Girls. They right. they quote it. Like you could quote that movie daily. Actually, my one friend Erin, she doesn't know any movie quotes, but she knows Mean Girls. Exactly. Because how could one, you not? How one could she you knows. not? So anyways, they just basically put like the whole crew back in the high school atmosphere and they were just dropping products and sales about Walmart and fitting it perfectly in with like how the movie played out so many years ago. And it was just really funny. And people saw it and were like, oh my God, that's so funny and cute. Yeah. It was – I really like this. I think something that this does really well is it plays into emotion, which is a lot of what marketing yes. is. But this is playing into like this nostalgic yep. moment that like even if you were never going to buy something at Walmart or whatever it, well, it is, if it was a different company, whatever – there's no way you're not watching that video if you've seen Mean Girls. And even if you're like, no, I'm not going to, still not going to buy anything at Walmart, 
you never know. There might be in, things in there that interest you or you share that video with someone and they buy all their presents at Walmart or mm-hmm. one of the products mentioned is something that's on sale that you really want and didn't know that they had that on sale or whatever. Like it works and all they need is that draw in and that draw in is that nostalgia. Right. Maybe you're driving down the street and you're passing a Walmart and like you were going to go to Target, but then you're like, mean girls. Right. They told me to go to – exactly. And it's like so much of it is subconscious. Like you might not even know that you're going to go to Walmart instead of Target, but maybe the next time you have to go to a store, you just pick Walmart. Oh, it's a little bit closer. You know what? Fine, I'll go. But you're not recognizing – no, you've been influenced by something you've seen that made yeah. you more likely to go there. And that's good marketing. Such it's good really marketing. good marketing. Yeah. Everyone knows it. And I think that's the best thing about this campaign is that they chose something relevant to – multiple age demographics. Obviously it's more targeted at women, but not really. Like I know my fiance has seen Mean Girls. Like oh, yeah. he would know like Guys most people. Girls. Yeah, exactly. Most people know Mean Girls, even like our, my parents, like my parents know what Mean Girls is. So it's like they're pulling in a lot of demographics with something that's so relevant and like non-controversial. Like it's not anything that's going to get you in trouble. No one in it is like that I know of, like an issue. Like, I think it's a really good option for just like a relevant piece of content to utilize that people really like. Like, there's no one that's like, I hate mean girls. Yeah. Like, there's no divided just, people. It's it was a win. A win. Freaking win. It was a win. We loved it. We um, I'm going to mention one more right now, too, yeah. that kind of go- bounces off that like nostalgic feeling as well. And that is MMs. Oh. They have been playing the same commercial. I could probably look it up. It's been decades. The one where the two M&Ms are walking with the bowl, like the plate of cookies for Santa, and then Santa comes down the fireplace chimney, whatever, and then the one M&M faints and Santa faints. They have been playing that same commercial. I like kind of want to look it up. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I didn't know they were still playing that. Like that's how like I didn't even know that that was still a thing. Um. Yeah, I saw it this year. Okay. I just looked it up. On Christmas 1996. It is older than Peyton, this commercial. By four years. Yes. The company began running the commercial featuring red and yellow M&Ms running into Santa Claus delivering the presents. Red shouts, he does exist. Santa says, they do exist. Then they both faint. That commercial has been on TV for over 20 years. Coming up on almost 30 years. Insane. And every time I see it, I'm like... This commercial is cute. It works. They don't have to spend a dime. Right. To keep their... putting this out. Yes. And, and it's, it's just so interesting. Nostalgic. Yeah. That, that It's interesting because it does play into two things. Because first, it plays into something that's working. Like this is, I guess, tip number one. If it's working, keep doing it. We talk about that all the time. You don't always have to have these grand changes of strategy. Like sometimes it's just like, hey, this worked last year. Let's just see if it works again this year. If it doesn't, then we know to never do this again. But it's working. So like why throw money at something that's working when it's already working the way it is? And then two, the more that they've done that, then it also has that like nostalgic play, which I think is cute. Right. And instead of it being like, oh, I wonder what the M&M's commercial is going to be around the holidays this year, people are just like, oh, I can't wait to see the same old M&M's holiday commercial Yeah, it's cute. I feel like Reese's yeah. has one too. I don't know if it's always been the same, but they have this one holiday one with like the the little, or maybe it is Hershey Kiss. There's something oh, out there. I think it's Hershey whatever. Kiss. Yeah, I'm not going to get into it because I actually don't know exactly no. what ad I'm talking about. But there is other brands that have done that well too. And it's like these brands have the marketing dollars to throw at anything they want. But look, 
it's not necessary. Sometimes yeah. it's just literally not necessary. Sometimes like what you're doing is good enough. And hopefully that gives us all a little hope that like Love we're it. doing enough at work. That's right. All right. Let's share another one, P. Okay. So the next one I saw, and I think this is really cute. So I would like to talk about it. So Coca-Cola has put together a holiday campaign. The hol- the campaign's called The World Needs More Santas. And it starts with a video. It's like an ad. And it shows a bunch of different people showing kindness to others. And that makes them a Santa in their own way. Um, and yeah, it's it's really cute. Like it has taxi drivers and every walk every walk of life yeah. is, can do something this holiday season to, you know, share a kind moment with somebody else. And I thought that was really sweet and I liked it. I saw that, I don't even know where, probably on like a football game or something. And then I looked into it more and there's so much else they're doing with this, which is really really cool. So they're doing first of all, they've adapted their marketing efforts for 80 different markets, which is really interesting. So they're doing, you know, if they need to have, they're doing billboards on the side of the road, they're creating different billboards for eight different markets. So different countries, different areas, catering them to these specific things, which is very smart to have it be, you know, more specific and personalized in that way. Um, But they also have like a digital quiz that has like, what are, are you doing? I don't even know how to like describe it. I took it, but it was like, Kind of weird. Um, cool though, but it was like a just a quiz about how you can help the season, what your Santa superpower is, kind of thing. And it was really cute. Um, I think the whole thing is just like I love the feel-good marketing. Whenever brands do feel-good marketing, I like it. They also are doing Christmas truck tours. So they have these really cool Christmas Coca-Cola trucks that they have popping up with like different activities around the country, maybe even around the world. Um, but I've seen that. And then they have a really interesting thing that I, it's very new. And I guess to our world is they created a holiday postcard AI tool. So you can tell the Santa to wish someone a happy Merry Christmas or happy whatever you want them to. And it was really cool that you can do that and like send these little messages. And while each individual piece I would say is like good and a good idea, but not the best idea. The fact that these are all working together and are yeah. you're combining all of these marketing efforts into like a one month push, that's really a lot of effort and it's going to make a big impact. And Coca-Cola has always done good in the winter. Like yeah. I can picture the little polar bear, like that's always been a thing that they've done. Like they've always taken it really far and they've always done things a little bit out of the box. Like I know in um, I don't think they do this in the U.S., but they have their – around the holidays, I know for sure they do it in some Asian com- countries. Um, I've seen it many over years and years. But they have a way to pull the wrapper, that the label that goes around the bottle, and it creates a bow, like a Christmas little holiday bow on Cute. the bottle. And I just think those things are cool. And again, like does it – does any of this, does having these trucks, does having these this holiday AI Santa telling you happy holidays – really impact your sales just from on its face? Probably not. But I think that when you combine all of those things together, like overall, you're creating a stronger consumer base. And those totally. consumers, whether or not they buy, if they're already buying Coke or whatever it is, they're more likely to keep buying because it stands out and it feels like it's more of this experience. And like you're doing something good, even though obviously it's a huge company and you're not really doing anything that great by buying a can of Coke or a bottle of Coke, but it feels better than not. 
You know what I mean? Totally. Like it feels good to like have, but you see this kindness, this happy video and like, oh, okay, I can go buy my bottle and I'm also in some way a part of that. It's cute. Right. Or like, you know, you buy, you go to buy it and you're dealing with somebody annoying at, at the store, but you're going to treat them with more kindness because right. Coke inspired you too. At the end of the day, that's all I care about in this. Like from a marketing perspective, cool ideas. From a personal perspective, it just makes me feel good to know yeah. that like people are – millions of people are seeing this. And even if it's just one person that they ch- treat differently because they saw this video 10 minutes before, that's good enough for me. I'll yeah. Take it. I love it. Okay. So another one we want to talk about is cut water, which I'm sure most people are familiar with that. It's a canned cocktail brand. You actually can get these a lot at like sporting events. They usually yeah. have them yeah. for sale. Um, but also, you know, if you're just wanting to have a cocktail at home, but you don't want to make everything, they're pretty good. Oh, of course. Yes. They're great. The mango margarita, if you guys – I've only had the regular margarita. I honestly don't drink them because I got like a little too tipsy off of it. And I was like, okay, that's like for one can, too good. a little bit too much for me. And I had like two of them, but they are – actually really good if you guys need like a little wreck for uh, something other than like a seltzer because I'm over those. Yeah. Yeah. So they really dove into like what is a common thing with the holidays? Hosting. Mm-hmm. Hosting, getting together, having parties. And they capitalized on that and developed this like hosting hotline that is like a concierge service you can call and like talk to them about questions you have for hosting or like you need ideas or inspiration or advice. And these people will literally talk to you and give you advice. Yes. You could say like, okay, so I got a case of um, margaritas and I want to do something cute with them. Like I want to add to them. Like what could I do to make this more of like a real cocktail, like not just like a ready to drink one. And they'll like sit there and give you advice. Like, and if you guys want to call, it's one eight three three drink cw like for cut water, CW. Yeah. 833-DRINK-CW. Maybe we should like both call. I, know, but I don't want to talk to someone. Yeah, this is so Like, true. Can it be like an automated thing? Maybe there's an automated option just to be like, hi. Yeah. But either way, I thought that was so unique. And I don't think I've seen anything like that. In- Ever. If I have, it's been a long time that I forgot. The last thing I can think of that's even remotely similar, which I think people enjoy this, is the Kiss Me Through the Phone song. Oh, you used to be able yeah. to call the number. Six seven eight, eight triple, triple nine eight two, two one two two one oh baby. Is it not two one two? Whatever. I used to call it all the time. And be like, hey, soldier boy, leave a message. <laughs> yeah. Even though he never listened. But no, okay. That obviously like that's the last time I've heard of anything similar. And that's what makes it so cool. It's like we all have phones and like you're helping people and like getting them yeah. ready for their party and Beyond all of that, it's really just something for get, to get people talking, and it, it's working because it's yeah, awesome. It's working. It's so cute. Good okay. one. Last one. I'm just gonna say it. I am just going to say it. I don't like it, but that's why I want to talk about it because it's a big relevant thing. Good. We've talked so, about what we've liked so far. We have to. We have to bring one. In. And I will say, I'll, I'll say my thoughts. I'll keep it brief. So Home Depot has partnered with Vizio, which is the TV brand. We all know like similar to like a Samsung or LG. I would say worse, but similar. Don't hate me, guys. I don't know. Actually, I take it back. But I think I don't No, like it's that. worse. So, you know, when you have like a smart TV that there's like a homepage and it has like those like random channels that like the actual like Samsung or LG like has. We, you guys yes. know exactly what I'm talking it's about. It's like fake cable. Yes. And you're like, oh my God, like mine's always playing like Kitchen Nightmares. Like, literally Mine's always, always playing 
Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders making the team. See, okay, yeah, it's like some old show random. Or and Bob Ross time, painting. Sorry. Oh, I wish I had that one. That one it's you relaxing. should try to find it because it's actually really relaxing. It's so relaxing. Um, so I every TV has those things. And they just like play, and you're like, oh, okay, what, let me just get to Netflix or wherever I actually want to go. But they all have those like random things. So Vizio also has one, and what they've created for the holidays is a shoppable content series. Think of like the shopping networks. If you know, you know, we all know they are creating something similar with Home Depot. Well, they're not creating, it's already out. I actually watched one. It was weird. Um, but it's basically like a little show where they're like, Oh, good ideas for how to spruce up blank. And they brought in some celebrities as well who were talking about like, had like an episode on them. They're like short, but there's these little episodes. And then they have a QR code that shows up for you to go on Home Depot's website and buy what they're talking about. So like if they're talking about treating, staining your your deck in your backyard and how good it will look, blah, 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 and that's a really good way to elevate your backyard, the little thing pops up and it's a QR code to go buy that stain. And they, they brought in – the only one I saw – I don't know if there's other celebrities, but Jordan Sparks, which – I love. I used to love yeah, her as a kid. Cute. American Idol icon. She um, was on Dancing with the Stars last year too. Was she? Yeah, yeah. that's kind of what this was giving. Is like it's giving people that are kind of D-list. But not even that. I think my thoughts on it are one, shopping networks exist because people are easy to influence and get people – get them to buy things when you can see it. Same reason why review videos and those kind of things do well. It's because people – want to see it in real life, hear people talk about it, those kinds of things. So that has existed and it is very outdated, which that whole like shopping network world has like become very outdated. And I think that this seems like a smarter way of doing it. Like you have these short little videos. Yeah. I have a question. Yes, Eileen. Is this, because I wasn't familiar with this one, when you turn on your Vizio TV, is this automatically what is playing or do you have to be on the channel? So what I saw from like the screenshots and stuff is like, you know, when you're on your TV and I, everyone's TV is different, but you know, you're on your TV and at the bottom is your apps and stuff. And then there's like some box and it's like a promo for something or a new movie or like an app that it's telling you to go to or like something like that. You know what I'm talking about? So it's like there. So you still have to click into it. Okay. But it is like on your home screen. Yes. And I'm not that sure if it, I'm sure it rotates. a little invasive. Yeah. I'm sure it rotates like, you know how they have like a couple, like 10 or eight that they kind of flip through. Um, it, I'm sure it's not the only one there, but yes, from what I've seen, it's like the big box and then your apps are like below it. And yeah, it's called like Merry and Bright and it just has like a watch now button. And yeah, so you click on it and it's really just promotional content for stuff. Mm-hmm. And then after you watch it or even during there's QR codes popping up with how to buy to shop for the holidays with these different things. It's almost like a like a shop the look kind of thing. It's like right. they talk about it. They don't like push you to buy it, but they talk about it and like there's a QR code like literally right there making it extremely easy to even like just see the pricing on it because they don't even tell you. So it's like, yeah. well, if you're even remotely curious, you're going to you know do it. And yeah, I think it makes sense for in the grand scheme of the way that like shopping networks have gone and it's like, okay, this is probably like a more lucrative way of doing business, but there's a reason why people don't like those and don't go to those pages or those TV channels. And 
probably the same will go with this. I also think that for Home Depot specifically, they could have done better. Like your Home Depot. Why are we doing shopping network videos? Come on. Like for real yeah. though. Like your Home Depot, like that's a big company. Like to do something so like lame. Like I feel like there's just better things to do. Like I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it seems like a lot of effort too because you're having to pay these celebrities slash influencers produce yeah, these talk full about it. videos when and it's maybe just their like, efforts would have been better spent on just like a really good TV commercial. Right. And the whole thing is like, oh, like these home improvements like make your holiday season better is like the theme. It's like actually what would be really cool is if you had tapped into some influencers that do like home improvements or like really cool decor and had each of them create a video – for you that's cool and relevant and promotes your products and then you share those on your social you can run ads be- ads behind them like those kinds of things where this is like so old school and so pushy in my opinion Just agreed not a, not a fan that's all we that's the four the the core or five that's the core five core five that we've been seeing and i think Eileen, we had a couple of things that didn't necessarily fit into any of these specific ads, but mm-hmm. just don'ts when it comes to holiday marketing, in Eileen's opinion. Yeah. So we're going to get right back to those after a quick break. Yay. Working on a weekend like usual. Okay. So we have a few don'ts. Don'ts for holiday campaigns, holiday marketing. This first one. I know I'm not the only one who feels this way because I have seen so many TikToks of people being like, that's your sale? Like brands being like, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, come soon. And then you get your, you're ready for it. You're ready for it. It's Black Friday. You log on. Oh my God. What is their sale? And they're like, save up to 15%. Yes. And you're like, wait. Or like a free gift. You run that sale all the time. Right. No, it's like I actually found a better sale two weeks ago. You really better sales than this. So I think overwhelmingly, especially this year, but just in general, your Black Friday, Cyber Monday sale should be your biggest sale of the year. Yes. People are expecting that and they're ready to drop dollar because they've been waiting months for this particular sale. Make it worth their while. Like throw a good discount. Throw something other than like Free shipping when you spend $150. No, even like Sephora, for example, I specifically will wait to restock my daily items until they do their semi-annual sale, which is twice a year, obviously. And I will specifically be like, oh, I need a new perfume, like a new bottle of the same perfume I always wear. I will wait till the sale. Like that's because you and I will drop a ton of money. Yes. Because you know you're gonna get 30% off. Sephora. Exactly. But even Sephora's Black Friday sale, I was like, are you kidding? Like I went, yeah. I didn't even, I just went to see, I got like their email or whatever and I clicked on it and I was like, Same. I didn't even finish looking. Like I was just like, no, I don't want any of that. It was just a couple random products. It was that a were couple brands. Like it was like, you could buy, like it was like a couple, literally a couple things. So yeah. But now, I think, like a week, two weeks after Thanksgiving, they're having another sale where you can get 20% off your entire right. purchase. It's better than their Black Friday sale. Right. Exactly. I'm not that mad at them because I, like you, I do always like, I'm ready for the semi-annual sale. I'm Agreed. ready to replenish my stuff. I know I'm going to get 30% off and I'm good with that. But just some other brands that are like, okay, we're ready for our huge Black Friday sale. And it's like you're you're giving people like 10% off and free shipping. 
that's not a Black Friday sale. Yeah, that's just, just a don't sale. Even, just don't even then. Like there are brands that don't do Black Friday sales. Like they're above it in some way. I also understand like if you're creating a really high quality product, depending on what it is, there is sometimes issues with like we can't go lower than this. Like this is the cost of production at a certain point. And I totally get that. If you can't do it, I think just don't do it. Like just don't do it. And I have yeah. one too, a, an okay. ick. Let's hear it. A holiday campaign ick. Um, okay, guys, this is one. If you are out there and you're a brand, like please listen to me. Please, because this is literally – I'm a consumer. We talk about it all the time. If someone's buying something, it's me. If there is a person out there that you can convince to buy your product, it is literally me. Without a doubt. I don't think – You just need I to just give her one it. reason and she's like, okay. Just give me like – serve me one ad. If I want it, I will buy it literally right there. And my Instagram is pre-filled – with my credit card information. It takes me two seconds. I will have it done in two seconds. Here's my issue, okay? Two. It's a, a two-parter. Number one, stop sending me so many texts. Stop it. Like literally stop. If you are a company that is doing SMS marketing, think about people using their phones. Like any person. How many texts are you getting a day? Think about it, okay? However many you th think you get. Like different from different people. How many different people are texting you a day? Yeah. Okay. And we already have trouble responding, getting back to people, whatever. Life happens. We don't want to just like text people all day. It's kind of lame. When I go into my messages and I see that I have like 10 SMS things, and I know you might be thinking, okay, well, you signed up for those. No, I signed up for it for the 15% off coupon. Okay. Like three months ago. We all know. So I do that. And then they send me a text and I'm like, okay, like whatever. I get it. Like they're saying they have a Black Friday sale. So I'll just delete it or open it so it's gone, whatever. And then next day, Black Friday sale. Next day, Black Friday sale. So now those 10 companies that text me once over the week of from like the day before Thanksgiving through the next week because they have Cyber Monday. Oh, one more day of the sale. All of that nonsense. It's not over. We've extended it one more day. Last chance. That goes on for like a week. So now I've gotten like 70 plus messages from these companies. I'm tired of it. I'm not going to buy something from, I'm going to, I'll say it right now. Me getting SMS message will not make me buy something. It hasn't ever. I don't read them. I won't even click on it. So that's my first gripe. Now my second gripe is when I'm served an ad, and this goes all, this is not really seasonal specific, but especially right now because there's so many Black Friday ads you see, or we did see, and now there's a lot of like holiday ads. And I'm seriously getting worked up. Like I'm getting hot. This is how much it bothers me, Okay literally like listen to me clearly guys do not if you're going to run ads you need to be on top of your ads do not serve me an ad for a product that is sold out i swear to that's so i'm so, so I pissed agree. about it i'm Beep. so i know i'm so over it like like genuinely it makes me mad like i will see something that's so cute on instagram and i'm like that's so cute and I get to the website and it's sold out. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, well, it's probably just sold out in my size. No, it's out of stock completely. You know then who's the Why are you this? running ads on it? Revolve. Yes. Revolve not always even, does it. Not even during the holidays or no, like yeah. a sale. 24-7, you get served an ad from Revolve. They're like, we think you would like this. And you're like, you're right. I do like that. And you click it and it's sold out in every single size. Right. And I would get, I would truly get if it was like, oh, well, we still have some sizes. Like, sorry, it's not your size. Like, that's not our fault. Get that. Get that. But it's all sizes. Or it'll be a pair of, there's a specific pair. I don't even really want these shoes. It's a pair of New Balances. 
that I looked at the ad. It was like a carousel specifically on Instagram, I remember. Looked at it, thought they were cute. They were like the 550s, which I don't really wear anymore. But they had like a Teddy plush like logo and stuff. They were actually really cute. cute. You know, the, I thought they were cute for like winter. And so I click on it. They're sold out in every size. And not even like, oh, join the wait list. There's nothing there. So I'm like, okay, I click out of it. They put me on a retargeting list. Mm, so so they were then search, like because you looked it. at it. So once a week then, I will I get this ad all the time. Like, But once a week, I'll click on it. It's still sold out. No, why are you – wh- what is going on here? Why are you putting your money behind this? And I get it. You set these ads up and you're like, well, just let them run. No, you need to have somebody dedicated to – because now like I'm turned off completely. Like I don't even look around the site and see what else is there. I'm out. That's what I wanted. I wonder what but- the analytics are on like – they're going to keep showing things that even if it's sold out, they know people are interested in because then they hope that you just like browse around and buy something else. Right. I wonder and if I like, think it would, what that like, what those right. numbers look like. I also think it could work if you had like a join the wait list or something because you are yeah. like, especially smaller companies where they have to figure out exactly how many, like a lot of times, just so everyone knows, if you see something that's like pre order this hoodie or whatever, the reason they're having you pre order is because they're a smaller company. So they don't want to buy. $40,000 worth of hoodies if they can only sell 15000 So they're trying to gauge how many people want them and start getting some revenue in to use for that purchase order. So I would understand more if it was like, get on the list or something. Like I would understand that more, but it never is. It's literally just out of stock. No, that's honestly, both of those are so annoying. So, so <sighs> annoying. Um, Just don't. And just don't. yeah, you know what? Take a deep breath. I know this is upsetting. It's no, upsetting. It's, it's honestly life ruining because you guys it know is. I want to buy the things. And I'm like, tr- literally, I'm trying to give you my money. Just take it. Help me help you. Help me help you. Ugh, okay. Okay. Well, the last thing I was going to say, I honestly was going to say, stop sending me so many emails too. Like, true. The same thing Ugh. with the text, but I will agree with you. The texts are way more annoying than the emails because you get more emails. So it's just more familiar. Like you're expecting to get annoying stuff in there. When I go to my texts and I see I have eight unread texts, I'm like, oh, this could yes. be work related. This could be for my friends. This could be for my family. I don't care that McDonald's has a free fry with a any meal today. Like I can't. I hate it. Yeah. You know who sends so many SMS texts is cuts the men's like t-shirt yes. company cuts yes. clothing they, they do a lot michael always be like cuts is having a sale i'm like oh i know oh i'm oh, well aware i do anyway. have another company that's done it and this is my the last thing on this this company that i used to really like i still like them i like their stuff that they put out i just don't like align with mm. the vibes as much these days but anyways yeah. they send me these texts and i'm still down for the hoodies like they're good quality they are really cute so i want to see like these sweat sets like when they go on sale or whatever so they're sending these messages everything's 60% off or whatever they say. And it's a big – that's a good – opposite of what Eileen was saying earlier. That's a good deal. You go to the website, there's nothing left. There's like three hoodies in like two sizes. But they have sent me 20 texts about this yeah. these items. There's nothing there to buy. I get the SMS from them as well and yeah, like, it's annoying. You go to the site, there's everything – literally everything sold out Like besides like one thing from like last season that they don't – they're trying to get rid of. Like exactly. no one wants it. Stop texting me. Ugh, yep. Okay, your turn. Okay. So the last thing that we're going to say about this is stop creating a false sense of urgency 
around mm-hmm. your sale. Stop being like, yes, limited time only. And then like a week later, you're like, I'm still kind of getting like Same. some lingering like Black yes. Friday, Cyber Monday holiday texts, emails right now. It's like, we've extended our Black Friday sale. It's like two weeks after Thanksgiving and you're still saying you extended your Black Friday sale. Like, stop. That's a terrible, if you're out there and it's you just, do marketing, it's yeah. not a nice strategy. No. Because yes, will it get people to buy from you? Probably the first couple times because people feel there's an urgency. Over time, no, because they know that that's probably not true. But also, as a consumer, I feel and look at brands differently for that. Like I'm like – I feel like you like lose they, – they, they've lost credibility. Trust. Yeah, because if you're saying in the future that there's a sale and it's one day, I'm not buying it that day. I will look back – I'll forget about it and look back in a week and be like, oh, it's probably still there because that's what they always do right. if I ever even remember to look back at it. But if I if you say it's last chance, last call, whatever, and it really is, like the Skims men's stuff is a good example where they're like, just launch, like hurry, hurry, hurry. And like it sold out like before I could even buy anything for a Foz. Like it was like in like 20 minutes, it was all gone. And so like, yeah, if you say it and you mean it, that's one thing. But don't say it and then keep bothering us. Yep. It's still here. It's still here. And then sometimes it gets better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, 50% off. They'll be like the next day, like an additional 5% off for the next 12 hours. It's like, really? I bought it yesterday because you said it was last chance. Yeah. I think the moral of the story here to brands is like with your sales, keep it simple. Keep it simple. If people want to buy something from you, they're going to and they're waiting for this day. So like give them a good deal. Don't bombard them. They're going to come to you anyways. Like keep it simple and don't – just don't overcomplicate it. Yeah. And take a good note from these campaigns that we've talked about today where these are huge campaigns that people are talking about. I would guarantee every single campaign we've talked about is bringing in revenue, 100%. And notice how none of them are focusing on their brand. They're focusing on other things. You, the consumer – what can we offer you to make you want to buy from us versus we are giving you this sale so mm-hmm. you better take advantage of it because we are going out of our way to help you. It's like, no, you're getting paid. Like everything yeah. I buy still costs money, whether it's 50 or 70. I still bought it. Like focus on the consumer, focus on campaigns that make their lives easy, easier, that make them respect and like the brand more, that just at the bare minimum, give them a sale that feel that you guys can afford that will keep them shopping. Yeah. Like, if anything, just do that. Totally agree. Wow. And that's holiday marketing. That's holiday marketing. It's a, it's a rough crowd out here, guys. Like, I'm, can you yeah. tell that I'm struggling? <laughs> Working in marketing in December is not for the faint of heart. December should be like – it's like a, uh, I don't even know, just a worldwide retreat for the <laughs> yeah, corporate world seriously. because between the holiday campaigns, talking about the new year, pulling like analytics and data from the year it is, like it's just too much. It's too much. And then you see these brands doing these crazy campaigns, like that Coca Cola one that had like a million different parts to it. Like somebody, ugh. it was probably somebody's job there to work on that since January. Maybe earlier. Honestly, yes. you got to think, well, the trucks and stuff for sure. They've been working on that for over a year. Yeah. They're probably – right now, they're probably working on holiday 2025. Yeah. Their summer campaigns are printed – like all of their print – like any printed collateral is already done. So, yeah. 
This was a good episode. I had fun. Yeah, I feel like me too. everyone probably learned something about um, – well, at least the Jeopardy had fun probably there. <laughs> totally. And then you heard about some cool campaigns and, you know, check them out. Like just go give a dial to the Cutwater peeps. Um, maybe go if you have a Vizio TV and just report back. Just send us a screenshot of what your TV shows when you open yeah. it up because I'm curious. Unsubscribe um, from an SMS maybe. Yes. Yeah, subscribe to some SMS um, campaigns just to feel my pain, to feel what I feel. I know you guys feel it. Everyone feels it. With that being said, thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast. It was a fun one. They're all fun ones. If this is your first one, just know they're pretty much all like this or even better, believe it or not. So definitely want to subscribe on anywhere you can get podcasts. And if you just feel so energized right now, like this was such a good experience for you, there's a really simple way to show gratitude. And as Coca-Cola says with the world needs more Santas, the work on the weekend podcast needs more subscribers. So please take a few minutes to subscribe, rate the podcast on any podcast app. If you are listening on pod, Apple Podcasts, go ahead and also leave a review. That really, really helps us get the podcast in front of more people. And if you enjoyed it, there's probably other people like you that would enjoy it too. So that's pretty much it. Oh, and of course we have an Instagram and a TikTok at WOTW pod where we're just out there being cool. Mm -hmm. And I feel like everyone wants to also partake. So go be cool with us. With that being said, we shall see you next week. Pray yep. for me and my SMS messages, guys. Thank you so much. Do not drown in SMS. I'll try not. Stay afloat. <laughs> Bye, guys. Right. Bye. Working on a weekend like usual.